fighting for freedom every day. They are absolutely desperate to pretend the last four years never happened and for them to go back to what they like to do before, which is create these massive spending bills to pretend that it's really, really important to you when you only get about 5% of what's in the bill and they can't do it because we're aware of it. We're paying attention to it and they don't like that. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Darn right it is. It is a Friday, the greatest day of the entire week. You finally made it. We finally made it. And it's great to have you for the ride today as you wrap up your week. So thanks for hanging out and spending that time with us here on the Voice of Reason, broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas, on our flagship radio station all over the country, radio, TV, live streaming, podcasting. No matter where you may be watching or listening, we appreciate you, your Millennial General, reporting for duty like we do every day. We're going to have a fun show today. Kind of bounce around a little bit today, but that's okay. Kind of touch on a few different things, which is okay. We got some COVID stuff for you. We got some infrastructure stuff for you. Uh, Our great guest, uh, Trent Talbot, he'll be joining us at the bottom of the hour, President and CEO of Brave Books. If you remember a week or two ago, a couple weeks ago, we talked with Ashley St. Clair. Been a big fan of her. She's on social media, big commentator. She has written a book that we talked to her about actually on the day of the release with her book. It was published through Brave Books. What is Brave Books? Brave Books is a publishing company, a brand new publishing company to try and promote conservative messages through books of conservatives for adults or for children, even children's books teaching like traditional values and stuff. Uh, what? What? So we'll talk with Trent coming up at the bottom of the hour and looking forward to chatting with him very much so. As well, we got a lot to get to with the COVID, with the infrastructure uh, being delayed just a little bit and some fun news. But first, did you know, breaking news for you. And Joe Biden has made the remark as he continues to push for the COVID-19 vaccine where he knows the exact amount of individuals that has actually gotten the COVID-19 vaccine. Do you want to hear? Want to hear how many people have gotten the vaccine? Here we go. That's Joe Biden today. So we have to get more people vaccinated. I said, well over, what's the number again? I remind myself, 350 million Americans have already been vaccinated. <laughs> 350 million? Really? I, because I was aware that only like 330 million people actually lived in the nation, and we don't have a 120%, 105%, 106%, whatever uh, vaccine rate here in the country. So I'm glad to note, thank you, Joe Biden, that now we have 150 or 350 million people vaccinated in this nation. I said, well over, what's the number again? I remind myself, 350 million Americans have already been vaccinated. <laughs> The fact is, the scary part is, is that he actually looked at his notes to read that, too, which means either he doesn't know how to read any longer either, or he's just completely losing it. That's the latest as we continue on with our Biden basement segment. Let's go into the Biden basement. Haven't played that one in a while. Uh, Also. I realize, I'm starting to realize now and grasp where our mindset is when we have individuals that are really about the utopia, really about the control, really wanting to like overbear with the control of you need to get vaccinated, you need to wear the va- you need to uh, wear the mask, you need to socially distance, you're an evil, horrible person. If you don't, why aren't you listening to Fauci and the CDC and the World Health Organization? <sighs> yeah, uh, they really try to go after you in a very utopian, tyrannical form of fashion because I've never before seen where we try to say you must do this or else you cannot function in society. I mean, obviously we do if we're like, you know, you can't 
come in and try to like murder massive amounts of people, which they try to, uh, you know, they try to assume that you do if that's what you're doing with the lack of vaccine or masks, which is just silly. So I realized where we're starting to get this information. I did. It's kind of funny. We're getting this information by none other than Hollywood stars. It's kind of funny. Or the Hollywood stores are getting it from us. Either way, when was the last time you've actually listened to a Hollywood celebrity on policy and took that as the word? Now, I know there's been a few Hollywood celebrities that have tried to go into politics. Obviously, we've heard the rumor that Michael McConaughey may be running for governor of Texas. We've heard, you know, uh, 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 Clint Eastwood spoke at the Republican National Convention a few years back and everybody mocked him for talking to the empty chair, which I thought was hilarious. I don't understand why that was such a bad thing when he sat there. I thought he's an actor. He's very dramatic. He tried to make a stage. He tried to do his thing. And he was talking to... I think it was Barack Obama who he was interviewing there on the empty stage. I thought that was very creative, and you have to look through the creative mind of a of a artiste, I guess, in order to understand that. But a lot of people are like, oh, he's losing it. He's losing his marbles. What is he doing? I thought it was creative. You have Alec Baldwin that's on the radio side, on the uh, tried to do a radio show, tried to run for office, or is planning on running for office on the other side of the aisle. We've had celebrities make political comments throughout their careers, and it really doesn't do them well when they actually do, because then they divide themselves and their supporters and who's actually supporting their movies and what they or, mo- or music or whatever they do. But apparently, either they're ill-informed. Or we're ill-informed listening to them. Not sure which one it is, but the latest, of course, Jennifer Aniston has come out to make her new political statement. Now, we know she's a super famous Hollywood star. Some people think she's super attractive. I've never gotten into the whole Jennifer Aniston thing. I did not watch Friends. I'm not a fan of Jennifer Aniston. I don't really care about her in any way, shape, or form. There's actually a study that there was a, uh, what was it? It was a poll done a few years back about Republican men versus Democrat men on who the most attractive Hollywood star was. Jennifer Aniston won for the Democrats on the most attractive woman. Republicans, do you know who it was? Megan Fox. And I would have to concur on that one. Probably the most attractive woman in Hollywood. One of, by the way. Jennifer Aniston, not on my radar in any way, shape, or form. And it makes sense, apparently, to the left-wing progressives why they like Jennifer Aniston, because she is very progressive and she's now made a statement on her Instagram page, according to foxnews.com, when she had said that she is defriending individuals that either have refused the COVID-19 vaccine or, quote, did not disclose their coronavirus vaccine status. If she's like, hey, you've been vaccinated, that's none of your damn business. Okay, we're just cutting you out. That's where she's at now. Now, again, Use that mentality from the World Health Organization, the CDC, Dr. Anthony Fauci, Joe Biden, the whole health department, you know, all that good jazz. Uh, She is now cutting people out, cutting out friends and families and cutting ties with individuals who either have full out refused or have not disclosed their coronavirus vaccine. You need to wear it on a patch on your arm. And if you don't, you need to walk on the uh, in the road because you don't deserve walking on the sidewalk and you're not allowed to go to functions. You're not allowed to participate in certain activities in society because you haven't been vaccinated. You're probably the dirty, filthy human being that's actually, you know, just an outcast and, and making everybody sick is her mentality. And yes, I just, I, I did go there. So, Someone on her Instagram made a comment, quote, but if she's vaccinated, she's protected, right? Why be worried about the unvaxxed around her? Because if you have, oh, okay, so 
She replied to that. So if you've been vaccinated, she's protected, right? Why be worried about the unvaccinated around her? She replied to the comment. And this is, again, the lump sum general lack of information, lack of understanding, kind of low common denominator argument that the uh, forceful you must get vaccinated or else type of individuals have. Here's what she said. Because if you have the variant, you are still able to give it to me. I may get slightly sick, but I will not be admitted to a hospital and die. In, the, in all caps, but I can give it to someone else who does not have the vaccine or whose health is compromised or has been previ- or has a previous existing condition, and therefore I would put their lives at risk. That is why I worry. We have to care about more than just ourselves here. Now, on the surface level, very insightful. Very, totally insightful. I mean, she is spot. Really? <laughs> That's the surface level here. Let's dig a little bit deeper, shall we? Uh, I can give it, first off, um, if you have the variant, you can still give it to me. I thought the vaccine was supposed to work. That was the whole point of getting the vaccine. If you can get the variant, then what's the point of getting the vaccine? I may get slightly sick, but I will not be admitted to the hospital or die. That's kind of up for debate as well, because we have seen some individuals do that as well. Not a lot, to be fair, but some. She continues, but I can give it to someone else who does not have the vaccine and whose health is compromised or has a previous existing condition. Let me get this straight. They chose not to get the vaccine, but now you're scared of giving it to them based on their choice to take care of themselves health-wise. So now it's the person's fault that was unvaccinated that gave it to you, that gave it to another person that was unvaccinated based on their choice, and now it's the original unvaccinated person's fault because both the unvaccinated people chose not to get the vaccine. I'm trying to follow the mindset here. Or someone who has a previous existing condition. Well, most previous existing condition individuals that are concerned about it with a lower compromised immune system would probably have gotten the vaccine already or they're probably isolating away from everybody else. So they've probably already had their protective measures the best that you possibly can. It's not about taking care of just everybody instead of ourselves and being selfish. It's the fact that you have no idea what you're talking about. The sad part is that's what the majority of individuals think in this country, and that's what the Biden administration and health officials think as well, to the point where we've talked about this for the last two days, and this is all leading up to this point. Because I know individuals are like, oh my gosh, India, I'm so sick of hearing about vaccines and and COVID and everything. I get it. It's leading up to this point. It's finally here. The social credit score is officially here We're warning you about it. We've been telling you about it. And I hate to start off a Friday evening this way, but here's what the headlines are. Americans oppose vaccine passports for restaurants. That's a headline on Fox News. Americans oppose vaccine passports for restaurants. Yeah, we should oppose vaccine passports for restaurants. What in what world would we even consider even thinking? Even contemplating the idea of having a vaccine passport to walk into a restaurant. 60% of the people polled in the uh, in the survey showed that uh, they should not be required for proof of vaccination status to go in and dine in a restaurant compared to the 37% that support the idea according to the Quinnipiac University poll. 
Americans were more split whether proof of vaccination should be required in other places. It asked if travelers should be required for proof of vaccination on airlines. 52% support the mandate compared to the 45 who opposed it. More individuals want that vaccine passport to prove that you are vaccinated to get on that airplane. Now, you can still get the variant. You can still spread it. You can still have minor symptoms. But by golly, you still need to have that vaccine in order to walk onto the airplane. And the, according to this poll, 52% have actually approved that were actually considering these initiatives. Here's the next one for you. According to the StanfordAdvocate.com, Biden administration is considering using federal regulatory powers and the threat of withholding federal funds from institutions to put more Americans into the vaccinated status. A huge potential shift in the fight against the virus. In the effort to comply to the institutions as very long-term care facilities long-term care facility retirement homes meaning mandating you must get the employees residents everybody get the vaccine or you're going to get cut with federal funding long-term care facilities cruise ships universities potentially impacting millions of americans anything that gets federal funds now we've mentioned this for years to advocate for states at the local level cities counties and states to cut their dependency on federal funding. It's not going to happen because government loves their freebies, and as long as they get more money from the federal government, they're going to continue to do what the federal government wants them to do. But we've advocated for years to start weaning off of that because they use that as the low-hanging fruit to blackmail you and to bully you like the absolute mob because that is what the federal government is, is a mob and the mob-like mentality. And now it's finally here. Get your vaccinations, make everybody get your vaccinations, or we're cutting your funding. They're going to start going after the states, getting a certain threshold. They're going to start going after the counties and cities. They're going to start going after any business or any entity, any private sector industry where they get federal grants or federal loans or federal relief in any way, shape, or form. Oh, yes, it's coming. Get ready for that social credit score. Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com.
Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program, and here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online, helping you defend and preserve this great Republic. You're listening to the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. Great to have you today. Radio, TV, live streaming, podcasting. Thanks for hanging out today, especially on your Friday afternoon. We appreciate that. We love it as we wrap up the week. Try to have some fun. I want to talk about some of these issues because obviously they're important, but we want to have some fun today as well. I just laugh because we're taking advice from the celebrities and the celebrities are taking advice from us and we're not having actual true leadership here to understand what's going on. And the question is at what point, and I've asked this a couple days ago, at what point... Do we finally say you're not going to control us any longer? But the mob is now beginning to show its ugly face. It's like the mafia when they come to the business and, hey, you know, we'll protect you. Just give us a monthly money and we'll just take care. Don't worry about it. You're not going to have to worry about anything. We'll come in. We'll have the money every month and we'll make sure you're nice and safe. Eventually, hey, I know that this was the deal of just protecting you, but now we kind of need to do some things within your business. Don't need to worry about it. It's not going to affect you. We just need to, you know, walk through the back door a few times. And it's going to be, hey, we need to build a tunnel underneath your business. Don't worry about it. It's going to be good. But, uh, well, no, I don't want you to do that because I don't want to get in trouble for this. Hey, do you realize what we do for you? This is the blackmail bully where it continuously gets worse and worse and worse and worse and worse until you can't deal with it any longer. The blackmail. I guess you could relate it to families where someone, a spouse, is not being faithful and eventually the blackmail gets to be too much and it all gets exposed and blows up because everything comes out at the end of the day, doesn't it? Uh, However you want to look at this, this is what the federal government does, which is why I've gotten to the point where obviously it's a necessary evil in society to have the government, but at the same time, can't we just like be as independent as possible? We are sovereign states. No matter what state you live in, you are a sovereign state. That's why we're the United States of America, not just the United One Nation of America, because we are individual sovereign states that choose to give up very specific duties to the federal government, and yet we give up now everything because, well, by golly, the federal government's going to give us a whole bunch of money. That sounds great. So the Biden administration now using federal regulatory powers to threaten withholding federal funds from institutions. I thought this was the quid pro quo thing that he almost got in trouble for going into the election. Is it not? I mean, he talked about doing that with Ukraine. Hey, the guy investigating all the stuff that I don't want investigated, you need to let him go, Ukraine. If not, you're not going to get your billion dollars. That's called quid pro quo. That's illegal. And now he's using it against the states. And he's confirmed he's considering doing that as well because he wants to bully the states into getting the vaccine. It's for public health, so therefore the laws are okay, right? Headline from Fox News, White House doesn't deny it's considering withholding the funds to force vaccination. So now we have the looking at long-term care facilities, cruise ships, universities, other federally funded projects across the nation where it's going to be you're not going to get that funding unless you mandate the vaccine for everybody. According to StanfordAdvocate.com, the conversations are in the early phases and no firm decisions have been made, according to the source. But one outside lawyer in touch with the Biden administration on the issue is recommending that the president use federal powers sparingly. Yeah, 
because that's illegal and that's unconstitutional. If the business chooses to do it willy-nilly on their own, fine. And I hope that if your business chooses to do that and you're an employee, that you can walk up and leave and say, uh-uh, if that's what you choose to do. If you've already gotten it, it doesn't bother you. But I think it's kind of the principle of the thing as well. But you have a right. You have a choice. I don't remember we've ever said you must do this to function in society. I mean, we have kind of, sort of. You have to get certain vaccines to go to school unless you have some type of religious or type of personal excuse and, you know, some documentation proving that you don't have to get that. But this is wild. This is wild. This is like a grand scale and that's getting a little dangerous. Now, the Wall Street Journal does say with the mandates of certain vaccines from universities that students are now stepping out and actually protesting. I just shared on my social media as well. I'll share on the Facebook page on the Voice of Reasons Facebook page. We can find at Hoosier Reason. There were protests all over the all over the world in the U.K., in Spain, I believe in Russia somewhere, some other nations, I believe down in Central America, there were multiple protests on the vaccine passports and mandated vaccines. And the protests were very large, not wanting to get these mandated vaccines. Law enforcement that were kind of keeping them in queue took off their helmets and stood with the protesters because they don't want mandated vaccines either. The cops siding with the protesters, making sure this doesn't happen. We are standing up and we're starting to wake up to what the hell's really going on. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. When Reason Meets Radio, you're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Golly, it goes by so fast. Welcome into the program, radio, TV, live streaming, podcasting, wherever you may be watching or listening. We appreciate you trying to cram that 10 pounds of reason into that five-pound bag, trying to rebrand the millennial generation, one radio listener at a time. <laughs> I can't, I'm sorry, I can't get enough of this clip. Again, real quickly, before we get to our guest here, let's go back in. Let's go into the Biden basement. I said, well over, what's the number again? I remind myself, 350 million Americans have already been vaccinated. (laughs) 350 million. I didn't realize there were that many people in the nation. But to Joe Biden, the fact that he even looked at his sheet to read the numbers shows that we are again in. Let's go into the Biden basement. (laughs) Welcome back in. Let's get into what's trending today. 
What's trending today? So I want to lighten up the mood a little bit. We've talked a lot about COVID, obviously, and people are burnt out and sick of COVID. We've talked a lot about the infrastructure package, which is set to be voted on this weekend. We'll talk about that here in just a little bit as well. But I want to have some fun. How do we get our conservative message out there? It's hard sometimes, isn't it? I mean, social media obviously won't let us do it. We have a hard time. My social media with the live stream, which you can watch on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch.tv, Our Freedom Book, uh, Instagram, TikTok, doesn't matter where you're at. Uh, and the website, uh, social media, not liking us getting our message out there. Most conservatives like that as well. Uh, having shadow banning, limiting messages. You can't even see it unless you actually go to the page. Half of the stuff's removed anyways. We get warnings left and right from YouTube. You're going to take down your posts. It's a struggle. So how do we get our message out outside of talking to your neighbors and, again, advocating for the sitting down with the family and friends and talking politics and religion at the dinner table, which is what we need to do again. The best way is going back to the good old way of reading books and chatting with people and having book clubs and having study clubs and understanding ways that we can actually try and spread the message in a productive way. And uh, But, again, how do we get books out there? Because a lot of publishers, a lot of distributors don't want conservative messages out there, and they really, really hate it when they're like at the top of the New York Times bestsellers list um, for new books. Because how dare conservatives actually have that big of a following. So uh, this group was started, and as you know, we talked with one of the authors just a few weeks ago with Ashley St. Clair with her new book that came out as well. We've been a big fan of her on social media, but her publishing company, which you can find at bravebooks.us, and you can check these guys out. It's not only just for... Uh, adult conservative books, but also for children's books, because how many children's books nowadays have the proper message to our children? And we're excited to have on here the founder CEO of Brave Books. You can find him online, bravebooks.com. Also the website at TrentTalbot.com. Trent Talbot on here with us. Trent, how are you, my friend? Hey, Andy, how you doing? Thanks for having me. Hey, I appreciate you coming on. I'm super excited to chat with you because I love reading books, and I love the fact that you guys are not only focusing on just political books in general, but also kids' books as well, trying to educate the youth of America because we have apparently a hard time with that nowadays. I've seen so many children's books, and uh, I don't even know what we signed up for. I have a seven-year-old, and we signed up for something to where we get every couple of months we get a new children's book in the mail. Uh, One of them was about how the pink hat was sewn and how the little girl could walk down the street with the pink hat to unite with other women. And the other one we've seen is, of course, making fun of Donald Trump and Republicans. And uh, these are literal children's books wanting to corrupt these young children. Uh, Not sure where they get off on some of this, Trent. Yeah, it's pretty wild, all the stuff that that, that you see out there. I mean, uh, started this, started Brave the beginning of this year, um, it started after my daughter Charlotte was born. I was sort of blind to, to this whole culture war that's that's going on. Um, but but after she was born, I my eyes were wide open. There's a real war going on going on for the hearts and minds of our kids. And you know, we got Netflix came out with Cuties, which is sexualizing young girls, anti-racist baby. Nancy Nancy Drew came out with a pro-trans book, and and man, it's just it's just it's sick. You know that that. We have to, you know, that, that, that our kids are, it just seems like they're under attack, um, attack of, um, yeah, they're uh, trying to infiltrate early. I mean, they're trying to really, they're they're trying to brainwash early to have that mindset growing up to ask those questions and to lead them down that road. And unfortunately, just kind of like with the education system, I mean, the parents are having a hard time being part of that as well. When we're having to work three jobs to keep up with Joe Biden's inflation. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, 
as conservative parents, you know, we've been forced to play defense for, for all these years and, and it, our children will be exposed to these harmful messages. And then it, it's up to us to sort of counter counteract that. But, but, you know, brave was started because we think it's time that conservative parents start playing offense and start instilling these conservative values at an earlier age so that whenever they are inevitably exposed to these messages, they're able to discern what's truth versus what's lies, what's good versus bad. Yeah, it's unfortunate that we have to. I mean, I'm sure you remember the good old days, too, where, you know, sports or movies or books. I mean, books were a little bit different because they wanted to make you think and think outside the box, depending on what you read. But I mean, especially with pop culture, with music, with movies and uh, with sports, that's where we went to get away from politics, get away from the messaging, get away from the brainwashing and just enjoy. And we don't have that anymore. Political opinions, political um, propaganda is bombarded with us everywhere we go. And we got to find that safe haven. Yeah, yeah, you're exactly right. It's it's everywhere. There's there's no there's no place anybody can turn now to just get away. I mean, there it's it's seeped into literally everything. Video games, books, TV shows. I mean, it's schools. It's uh, it's a war. It really is. Yeah, it really is. Now, how many authors do you have under under the company so far? We um, probably like six or seven that have signed on. So we got Ashley St. Clair doing our first book, uh, Elephants Are Not Birds on Gender Identity, Elizabeth Johnston, Jack Posobiec, Dan Crenshaw, The Hodge Twin, Dana Loesch, um, and some more names that, that we'll be announcing soon. But yeah, we, we've just been so blessed you know, to that one that we have, you know, all of these powerful voices in the conservative movement that, that, that are out there, you know, pushing the movement forward. And, and, and we've been lucky enough to, to create um, products that, that are good enough to where they want to, they want to associate their their name with, with what we're doing. And, and so, yeah, it's really exciting. It is really exciting. Talk about the struggles of trying to get this going. Obviously, I'm sure when you made the announcement that you wanted to start this publishing company, you wanted to get these books out there, that I'm sure you got a lot of pushback, especially for children's books, because the children's industry, I've heard, is a cutthroat business, for especially for books, for movies, for just how what's being presented to the children. And wanting to come out with this type of content, I'm sure, was kind of controversial in the industry, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so there's, you know... Typically, if somebody had an idea for a, a series of of books, they would need to go to a big time publisher and 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 work through them. And but but we we knew that that was not going to happen. There was no way any of these big time publishers were going to sign off on this. And so we just did everything ourselves from from writing, illustrating, marketing, fulfillment, everything. And and it's made made it way more challenging but sure. in the end i think it's going to be a good thing because we'll, we'll be able to stand on our own two feet and we're not going to be be canceled yeah so our um we're not going through amazon because you know there's such a high risk of getting canceled and and so uh, our website's bravebooks.us and and people can go and subscribe and and we have a our our product is is a monthly subscription so it, our subscribers get a book a month. Each book teaches a new conservative value, and each book we partner with a different conservative icon to to make sure we're hitting these messages right. Man, I love it. So it's not when you go to the bookstore and actually get you subscribe on a monthly basis, and these books will just be sent right to you every month. 
That's right. That's a yeah, fantastic cool. idea. I love it. I love it. That's a really great. And as you mentioned, I mean, this is, I think over the last years taught us to be a little more independent with how dependent we have been on certain ways. And uh, I mean, what has COVID affected you over the last year trying to get this up and going? Has it actually accelerated things? I mean, how did that affect you this last year? Um, well, to be honest, we, you know, my daughter was just born, she was born in the middle of COVID. Um, wow. and, and, um, this we're, we're just now, we're really just now launching. We, we launched our first book three weeks ago. So I, I don't really, I don't think it's affected us too much. Um, yeah, it, yeah. This is good. No, I love it. I love what you guys are doing. Uh, we're talking with Trent Talbot, author, uh, owner of Brave Books. You can find them bravebooks.us. So you have uh, the first one, as you mentioned, Ashley St. Clair, Elephants Are Not Birds. And uh, that one came out for this past month. Coming up, we have Elizabeth Johnston. We have a couple other books with Little Lives Matter. So each month, it's a, it's different topical issues. Is it just kind of a general topic? Talk about uh, how you guys do that monthly. Yeah, yeah. We cover a new a new topic that we think kids need to need to learn about. And so next month is on the sanctity of life called Little Lives Matter. The next is The Dangers of Communism with Jack Posobiec. And that book is titled The Island of Free Ice Cream. Ooh. And then the next one is Cancel Culture with Dan Crenshaw. It's called Fame, Blame, and the Raft of Shame. And then and then the Hodge twins are doing a book on critical race theory. Uh, uh, that's called More Than Spots and Stripes. So yeah, e- e- each each month they get a new book that um, that 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 teaches a new a new conservative value. How amazing! I'm so glad you guys are doing this, Trent. Uh, we're running out of time, my friend. One more time, how can people find your information, find the books, and get subscribed to you guys? Bravebooks.us. Bravebooks.us. I love it. Brent, Trent, it's always it's good to talk to you, my friend. Let's get you back on the show. We're going to get another update as you guys get this going after a few more months. And I'd love to possibly connect with more of your authors and talk some more about those issues. Those are fun. Yeah, let's do it. I love it, Trent. We appreciate that. We'll get you on again soon. All right, thank you. Hey, appreciate that very much. That's again Trent Talbot, uh, beginner, uh, the founder, uh, president of BraveBooks.us. Go to BraveBooks.us. Check them out. Really, really cool stuff there. Actually focusing on the youth of America. Again, trying to get us re-educated and get us moving in the right direction. We can do it. The movement has begun. The movement has begun re-educating Americans and children. I think it's really cool. Maybe that should be part of those micro-schooling. What do you think? We read those some of the micro-schooling classes in the backyard teaching them life skills, teaching them some of that stuff. I'm down with that. One more segment here on The Voice of Reason. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back, and we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? 
because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program, and here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online, helping you defend and preserve this great republic. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. All right, last few minutes of the program here on a Friday. Can't believe the week gone by way too fast. And I'm, i am got to be honest, I'm kind of excited for the weekend. It's been a wild, long week. Uh, just long hours, and I'm just, it, it's been wild. I'm ready to go and relax and maybe have an adult beverage or two and just enjoy a little bit. We'll be back at it again on Monday. But, hey, we're still here for a few more minutes, so welcome into the program. Trying to cram that 10 pounds of reason into that 5-pound bag. I love what Trent is doing. Thanks again so much for him to come on the program. Uh, Bravebooks.us. Bravebooks.us. If you want to go to the website, check it out. You get a monthly book for children learning about proper values. I am totally signing up for this. This is awesome. I'm a big fan. So, And you can get a new book from all these different political pundits. And you can learn about stuff. You can have the conversation with your children. Don't let the school district, don't let the public schools have the conversation. You have the conversation with your kids. I know that it's an unpopular thing. Now, don't talk about politics and religion at the dinner table. But guess what? That's exactly what you need to do. You ask them how their day was. You talk to them about certain issues. You watch them. You let them watch you watching the news and watching political speeches and watching candidates and watching the president. And then you talk to them in front of them about what your mindset is and make them think. Ask them the questions. Make them challenge themselves a little bit. Uh, now, my daughter's little voice reason is seven years old, but she gets it. She gets, <laughs> she gets it. We were watching. What was it? It was a few months ago. It might have been during one of the first speeches after Joe Biden became president and he was speaking, we had it on and we're just angry and I'm just yelling and I'm, just, I'm, I'm grumpy and I'm listening to this and this is not right. And this is not okay. And she comes in and she goes, I miss Donald Trump seven years old. Now, I don't know if it's because she just didn't want daddy mad anymore or if she really, uh, you know, whatever, but she is the one that when she was like two, just learning to talk that was saying, no, dad, Barack Obama's a bad man. Can't argue with that. Can't argue with that. Real quickly, before we wrap up here, I do want to give you an update on the uh, the infrastructure package. It sounds like they're going to be voting on this tomorrow. They were set to vote on it yesterday. They ended up punting that because they couldn't get all of the different bills into the big bill. They couldn't get the final version of it with all the different resolutions, all the different tweaks that they wanted. They didn't get all the list of amendments into the bill that they wanted. Meaning they didn't get all the stimulus, porculous garbage that they wanted in there. This is Republicans and Democrats alike. 
According to Politico.com, Schumer, the Democrats said the majority encountered, quote, numerous objections to finalizing a list of amendments and wrapping up the bill more quickly. Now the Senate is set to take effect back on Saturday when the bill's backers must overcome a filibuster to begin ending the debate. The legislature. Now, remember, this is uh, they do need 60 votes. They do need that uh, supermajority 60 votes to make this happen, which means they need at least 10 Republicans to support this bill. Meaning now is the time that you get on the phone and you call your senators and you say hell no to supporting this bill in any way, shape or form. Anyway, now it sounds like, though, it may actually happen because even Senate majority, uh, my minority leader, Mitch McConnell, he's never been much of a majority leader anyways, because he was terrible at doing that, too, warned earlier in the day that, quote, we still have amendments that needed to be processed once they are a uh, once they are, we'll be able to wind things down. Meaning, once we get all of our porculous bills and amendments in this big bill, we'll be able to vote on this thing. But we need to put our stuff in there. You can put your stuff in there, and we'll just pass this as a massive step. This is, by the way, going in a month before the federal budget comes out. We're going to spend a trillion dollars. Then we're going to turn around and spend more trillions of dollars for our federal budget. We can't lump it into the federal budget, which I don't want them to do anyways because that would be terrible. But we're going to spend this money right before we vote on a new federal budget destroying this economy, destroying the value of the dollar because they want to go after this. But Mitch McConnell, now we can wind this down once we end up finishing putting all these amendments in there. Unbelievable. If they win this, I I, I tell you, if they pass this bill, this will help Democrats majorly in the midterm elections next year. There's already a headline from Fox News. Pelosi is, quote unquote, very confident Democrats will win the House in 2022, despite the slim majority. Now, of course, she's supposed to say that, obviously. But at the same time, she's very confident. Why? Because she knows, number one, if they pass the stimulus or the uh, I call it a stimulus because it essentially is wannabe stimulus. If they pass this infrastructure bill then it's a win for the Democrats and for Biden. Biden gets to sign his big signature piece. What do the Republicans get out of this? Shaming for trying to stall it, shaming for not supporting infrastructure to help the bridges and roads in America that are only like an eighth of the actual bill. And then Biden gets something where he can't even remember his name and gets to sign a signature piece of legislation six months into his administration. They're excited. They're giddy. And we're going to pass it off and let them do it. Call your legislator, call your senator, make sure they vote no on this bill because it's extremely important. You need to do that. Lots more coming up on Monday. Don't go anywhere. We have a heck of a lot to get to to kick off a brand new week. I'm already excited to get behind the mic because we didn't talk about half of what I wanted to. So until then, we'll try and take a break. Fight for it over the weekend. Be your own voice of reason. It's time to speak up, speak out, speak loud, speak proud, speak the truth, and always speak some reason. This is The Voice Reason. I'm Andy. Who's your podcast going up in just a little bit? Until then, we'll see you on the radio on Monday. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. 
And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do.